0: Today's the day it's NFL cutdown day moves are happening across the league. We're going to talk about the procedures of cut day and what the latest is from around the league today, the locked on NFL scouting podcast. You are locked on NFL scouting with the draft dude, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're the Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Lockdown Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins, Hello. and we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Locked On NFL Scouting your first listen every day and a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code locked on NFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed.
1: Joe, I'm tired. I'm scared. Tired it's and scared. Long, yeah, long road ahead of us.
0: Head on a swivel, my guy. Just
1: and there, there's no more verified blue check marks to tell us what to believe and
0: whatnot on your timeline my my workaround for that is very simple i, I have a list have, well yeah i have a list but also notifications from who i need to be able to hear from and so if i don't get that push notification it's not real to me Yeah, so it's
1: there's there's a lot going on. There's a lot of specifics. There's a lot of mechanics that teams are going to be implementing, and I think that's that's kind of what we're intending to talk about to start here on today's show is the mechanics of fifty three man roster cuts, the specifics of what decisions teams have regarding certain players with their individual situations if they are not going to be ready for the start of the season, uh, practice squads like you're going to see over a thousand players cut today. Wow. Stinks. Right. That's so many. Well, I guess between yesterday and today, because the team started yesterday. Yeah. Uh, But these cuts are going to come in waves. And I actually saw Bill Belichick was asked a question about why the Patriots um, are kind of doing them over the course of several days. And I appreciated his answer. He talked about, you know, these guys come in here and they, they bust their tail and they're, Uh, doing everything that you ask in an effort to make the team. And if you tried to do all of your cuts in a single day, you would be doing all of these players a disservice and not giving them the attention and the time to have the conversations that's needed with them to try to point them in the right direction for whatever's next for them. So I I appreciated that insight, especially because this is the first year that we've had it
0: Mm -hmm. where the
1: cuts all happen on the the cut deadline is one day.
0: I respect that as well. I mean, I've, I've worked in, in my past in situations where I've had to to fire people and I've at least given that person an opportunity every time to explain to them exactly why this decision was being made and for them to be able to ask answer questions or ask questions. And those conversations could go a number of different ways, but I always felt good about giving them that opportunity. And it was always awkward, but they need to know. And if they're going to grow and continue and their professional career. It's good for them to know that just like it would be for the NFL. And I I think for a lot of the players, there's probably circumstances to discuss. You want them back on the practice squad. There's other different ideas that you might have for the player. Communicating them during that time is critical. And so, yeah, that's a, it's a really good point because it used to be multiple waves. Now it's one wave, but still taking one wave and treating it as multiple waves across a few days is, I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah. And you've seen effectively every team across the league has adhered to that. Yeah.
1: Nobody's sitting on 90 players this morning rolling out of bed saying, okay, we gotta
0: chop 37 guys. Yeah. So so procedurally, let's kind of talk about what happens today. And so before 4 p.m. Eastern time, all the teams have to get their rosters down to 53 players. So for for most cases, 90 players down to 53. And when a player is let go, they either become a free agent immediately or they have to clear through waivers. And so if they have less than 4 years of experience, they go to waivers and are subject to waivers. And the way waivers works is every team has an opportunity to claim a player based on a waiver priority. And until I think week 3 of the regular season, the waiver priority is still that Last year's year, exactly. draft order. So the 2023 draft order, so the Chicago Bears have the number 1 waiver priority. Right now, I know they traded out of that pick, but they still own that spot, and then you just work down the draft order and so if your team releases a player that has less than four years of experience, they have to clear waivers if nobody signs them, then they become a free agent if they have more than four years of experience, they immediately become a free agent and are available to sign with any team unrestricted street free agent yeah
1: um and I think the other just the other thing to note is obviously if a player does not go through the waiver process and they are a free agent, they can negotiate a brand new contract with any terms. But if you are a player that is going through the waiver process and a team claims you, that team will retain the previous contract for compensation and terms mm-hmm. and details that the team that puts you, place you on waivers had you under contract for. So there's no renegotiation with a claiming and waivers.
0: So from there, you. I would also like to talk about injured reserve. Go ahead. What do you want to get? Yeah, to? I was going to say there, injured... There's other decisions yeah. teams
1: have to make that's not even just go ahead trading and waving, right? Uh, so for for some players, and this is we've we've kind of seen this bubble up with a uh, catalyst for the self-imposed deadline for the Jonathan Taylor trade. He's currently on the PUP list, right? Mm-hmm. And the Colts have said we would like to have a decision on if we are trading Jonathan Taylor by 4 p.m. on Tuesday because we have to make a decision on if we are creating a roster spot for Jonathan Taylor, if he's going to stay on the PUP list. If you start training camp on the PUP, you can participate in football activities, but you cannot practice, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And if you go all the way through training camp and you get to the cutdown day and you're still not ready to play, you can then be transitioned to the regular season PUP list. And that regular season PUP list, the rules is you cannot practice for the next 6 weeks from the cutdown window, which is the first 4 games of the regular season. It mm-hmm. used to be longer. Yeah. They've shortened it to 4. So if Jonathan Taylor does not get traded and the Colts say well, He's probably going to go through the motions this year, and he's probably not going to be too keen to play for us. They might just transition him to the PUP and then try to readdress it. If if he's ready to go, they would activate him from the PUP and put him on the, the roster. But if you transition him from preseason PUP to regular season PUP, you don't have to create an extra roster spot on the 53. It's just a parallel move, and you don't have to bump
0: somebody else off. Yep, number of guys that fall into that bucket. You mentioned Jonathan Taylor, Von Miller, a a name as well that I'm paying close attention to as it relates to that transfer to the pup list. Um, What call call your shot? I I, I'm not coming off it. Week six, week six, Sunday night football against the Giants after the London game. That's all. Do they have have an early buy? No, it's later. They chose not to take it after the London game, so it's later okay. on in the season. So, so so it's not
1: first four games by and then he's back. It's just after the logistics of that travel. Yeah, I think he, he misses the
0: first back. five games. Yep, and comes okay. back for week six. Um, and surely, uh, by 4.00 PM today, I I could absolutely be wrong. (laughs) wrong. Yep. So, uh, we'll find out (laughs) soon enough. All right. We're going to talk about injured reserve and a bunch of these other procedural things in just a moment. But first, maybe you're excited about getting to a game this year. I know Kyle and I are for sure looking for tickets, buying tickets. It shouldn't be stressful, but you know what? Sometimes it is good thing. Game time exists. It is the fast and easiest way to buy tickets for all the sports Music, comedy, and theater near you. They have killer deals on last-minute tickets. They have a best price guarantee. And with all of that at your disposal, you don't have to get stressed about getting the tickets. You can get excited about the fun that you're going to have. The app is awesome. They have flash deals, last-minute tickets. They give you an image of the seat view, so you know exactly what to expect when you get to the venue. There's great prices, and that app is really easy to navigate. I really enjoy that. I really enjoy that they send the tickets directly to your phone. You don't have to dig through emails to find them. Everything is super easy. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app. Create an account. Use code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Yo, yeesh. There's so much news on the timeline already.
1: Right. For when we hit record on starting this podcast.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no Productivity will be zero today.
1: Oh, my Lord. Uh, hey, how about Ithmir Smith Marseille getting dealt too, Carolina? Yeah, a couple trades already. Seventh, I think,
0: is what that was. Yeah, they needed some receiver depth. So, yeah. and they needed some speed too. So that we'll, helps. We'll, we'll talk about that after we talk injured reserve. Yes. All right, go for it. Well, injured reserve is a big one, right? There's players on every roster right now that are injured. And if they go on injured reserve before the cut-down deadline today at 4 o'clock, they're out for the season, right? So that's a big decision to make. Ryan Jensen. Ryan Jensen's a good example of that. Now, you could go on injured reserve and and reach an injury settlement, and then the teams would agree on how long you take to come back, and then after that point in time, they can then come back to that team or another team. Right. They'd have to cut you, right? Well, you'd have to be released an in injuries, right. injury settlement, and then be released. Correct. So that happened with the Bills with Shane Ray. That's already happened. Um, but the I can't point believe that, that, can't believe that that didn't turn out better. Who knows? He's got a little injury. It's not the books. The books not written. He might. No, he I'm might... just sorry. Shane Shane Ray didn't make that. Oh, off. yeah. You never know. You never know. Maybe he'll He's sign got with the Hurricanes. Right? You never know. <laughs> um, so if you go on injured reserve before the cut down deadline, your season is over. But if you can make the 53 and then go in injured reserve, you can be designated to return. And you're going to see some teams do some roster gymnastics with this, and you should. yeah, You should definitely get a player on your 53 that is then going to immediately go to injured reserve, and you're going to cut a player that is qualifies as a non-waiver player, right? more than four years of experience, that probably has little guaranteed money on their contract. You say, you know what? Hey, we're going to cut you. But you just chill in the parking lot for about a few hours, and then after this deadline, we're going to put that guy in injured reserve. We're going to sign you right back to the active roster. The Bills do this every single year with Blake Ferguson. I say Blake Ferguson every time. That's your snapper. My snapper is Reed Ferguson. They do this every year with Reed Ferguson, and um, he waits in the parking lot. He gets cut every year, and then they put somebody on in injured reserve that they want to retain the rights for, and then they re-sign Blake for Reed Ferguson. So you, you, okay. you're going to see that type of stuff happen quite a bit.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other players that like Jalen Ramsey is a good example for Miami had the meniscus repair. He will be on the 53, but they've kind of soft circled December. Sounds like it might be a little earlier than that. Just based off of kind of the trends over the the last month and a half since he had the procedure or months since he had the procedure, Um, he'll go on the 53 and then he will get placed on IR. Um, And teams can get up to, eight activations correct is there limits on that? yes it's okay. there's only eight total returns from IR that the team is allowed to use you can use up to twice for the same player so player one goes on IR after the 53 man cut down he comes back after four weeks and that that minimum is four weeks correct mm-hmm. three weeks. Um why are you making
0: me second guess myself? I thought it was four. I
1: thought it was four weeks too. Because all a lot of this stuff changed over the last few years with when the pandemic happened.
0: Right. There, um
1: four. I think it's four.
0: Eight players. That's correct. Four games. They have to four players games. must remain on the list for four games.
1: Or four games. So yep. not four weeks, four games. That's right. So if there's a bye week in there, okay, there's a little extra strategy for you too, as we you go on from here. So player X makes the 53, but his previous hurt starts the season on IR after making the 53. After four games, he can be activated off the list. Say he plays two games and gets hurt again. He's going to miss another month. You can place him on IR again and pull him back off. That counts, but you can only do that. You can only do it with a player twice. And you get eight total activations off IR, the same player coming on and off IR twice counts for two of the eight. So it's not, oh, it's one player. You get eight players to take on and off IR as many times as you want. It's a total of eight transactions off of the injured reserve.
0: And from there, it's just about setting a practice squad, right? 16-man right. practice squad. There's some restrictions a little bit on that in terms of tenure. You can only have so many guys that have more than, I think, two years of of experience. So you can feel it. it, Is it, is it five? This is, this is new to, and this is all brand new over the last two years. there's been a lot of, and honestly, COVID has really um, put a a very unfortunate circumstance, obviously, but I think it's led to some good rules for NFL roster management during, during the season. It's good good for
1: the the players. It's, it's good for more players. There's less street free agents that are vets that wouldn't otherwise be on a fifty-three, and then it's it's better for more young players that are trying to to build up the tenure.
0: So you can have six veterans with no six. limit of accrued seasons, six. So yeah. six no limit, and then of course, the difference is.
1: So again, I'll 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 keep using my examples because I know all my examples off the top right. of my head. Robbie chosen would probably be a good practice squad unlimited vet candidate for Miami, where you are going to have hard decisions for other players that probably have higher ceilings, but chosen if they, they want the speed, he's been here with the team. That would be a player that could be potentially on the practice squad. And then you can elevate two players off the practice squad for any given week. Once you get into the season, one
0: player can be elevated three times.
1: And then at that point, they either have to stay on practice squad or you have to add them to the 53 man roster and they're not allowed to play any more games for the rest of the year. That's right. Unless they're
0: on the active roster, then right. enjoy, right? Right. Um, so that's the that's Surely the nuts and bolts, right? Keeping track with all this. Well, it's it's a lot it was, of procedures. be a good show to do, right?
1: I mean, it's a hallmark day
0: in the in the NFL roster building year. This is a roster building podcast. We had to spend some time talking about these procedures, but now that we have, we I think we can maybe start to talk about some of these early moves. Obviously, there's a lot, an infinite, a lot more. I don't know if that makes sense, but there's a lot more moves coming. Um, and so, here in our next segment, as we close, we'll talk about some of the moves that have happened already to this point. Stick with us. We'll be right back.
1: All right. Some moving and shaking is happening across the league. Right now, it's about 9 a.m. And and there were some trades that happened overnight. There's some trades that dropped early this morning. Of course, the incentive for a trade here is you're getting something for a player that presumably would not make your 53-man roster. If you're a team that is lower in the waiver priority, or if you are a team that you know wants to get a jump on making sure a player ends up with you, mm-hmm. you would trade late-round draft capital. And this can get as extreme as last year, right? Philadelphia traded a five for Chauncey Garner-Johnson for New Orleans. As a guy who was an expiring contract, New Orleans probably had the sit-down conversation. Let's be real about what we are this year as we're continuing to transition. Philadelphia says we feel like we might be a boom piece away from having a really good defense. And guess what? Both of those things happen. Mm -hmm. And Chauncey Garner-Johnson signed a contract in Detroit. So he's still got his... T- ability to test for agency didn't sound like he liked Philly fans
0: too much, though. <laughs> he's always he's got personality, right? That's yes. kind of the deal with with yeah. Chauncey. So what what's uh what's the move that stands out to you? I, I think for me, it's this whole Josh Dobbs situation and cutting Colt McCoy and the. And we know we talked about the Cardinals yesterday, but I mean, come on, they give this guy first team reps all the way through the summer, cut him, and then trade for Josh Dobbs. And they're not going to name a starter. It might be Josh Dobbs. What?
1: I've, li- I've lived your life, Arizona
0: fans. I know what's going on. Let me clarify something: coaches and players don't tank, but front offices do. And that's what's going on with Arizona. They think they're slick.
1: It's fine. You, have, I mean, you, you have a right to try to build a roster
0: however you want. It's the worst roster in the league, Kyle. We knew. With that, I mean, we thought that before they said goodbye to Simmons and Josh Jones and like, Colt McCoy. Right? Those, sure those were those. Something.
1: I mean, Simmons and Josh Jones were what well, we gave both of those guys adequate starter grades, right? Yeah. They don't. They didn't have a lot of those,
0: right? Buddha
1: Baker right now is the Will Smith meme from Fresh Prince, well, looking around right. the living room. Hundred percent.
0: Everybody else went. Hundred percent. So this the whole. You know, what's at the end of this tunnel? Is it is it Kayla Williams? Is is it a Kyler Murray trade? You can't help but speculate that that's what this is all posturing. Well, I think that, to that's the really
1: interesting thing about. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. I think that's a really interesting thing about what Arizona is doing. Is they do have an asset at quarterback that, although he's hurt, like you just signed that deal. You just signed that deal. But then also, like that's an asset that you think about these other teams that have done this. They haven't had a. Twenty-something-year-old former first overall pick quarterback that signed a forty-two million dollar a year or whatever it was contract. So what does what does the potential to move on from Kyler Murray do to create more of the influx? Right, we got done, done got done talking yesterday about Arizona and maybe lamenting some of the value that they got for some guys. You're sitting on a quarterback to trade a starting quarterback in the NFL former first overall pick, really unique skill set. What is that market going to look like if indeed you get here and you say, well, we're going to take the the best available quarterback. We're presuming it's Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams kind of made it sound like he was going to be making strategic decision with what he does with the NFL draft. So it might be Drake May, who knows?
0: The fascinating thing with Caleb Williams is not only is he a quarterback, but I I don't see a, a reality where he's not just the best player in the draft too. I Which, think Marvin
1: Harrison's going to have a really, good
0: uh, you know what? That's, that's a nice player to invoke, but
1: from a positional value standpoint, right. it's going to be a no brainer. If Caleb Williams is in the draft, you have to draft Caleb Williams.
0: Yes. He's not, you don't trade away from him either. You know what I mean? Like this, is, he's not Bryce young or what CJ Stroud. And I know that we
1: always talk about letting the process play out and there's a whole college football season left to be played and, Caleb Williams just played his first game of the year against San Jose State and is Steph Curry off his back foot midcourt throwing up 50-yard bombs for touchdowns on fumbled snaps. It's a bit like that plays Different. such an embodiment of Caleb Williams. I, I, don't, I don't foresee a world that could possibly exist based on the physical gifts that Caleb has, the trends of the league. Him as a person, we've met him, very impressive. He's a dude. I cannot foresee a world that possibly exists in which in the draft class in which he is eligible to be drafted, he is not the best quarterback in the number one overall pick. No matter what his play looks like this
0: year. So there's that. So there's that. Bears got some interior offensive line help. The Dolphins moved on from Dan Feeney. My my first question for you this morning when you and I were – getting together, talking and stuff. I said, who's the, who's the swing interior guy for Miami that I don't know about. And I've, yep. I've, I've since learned. Ulave
1: uh, is the, a guy that they like. It might be Lee Meikenberg depends on, you know, draft investment. They've cross-trained him at center, but they've cross-trained him everywhere and he's not particularly good anywhere he lines up. So who knows? Um, my, my observations more with uh, the process of this trade. And I've always enjoyed this talking point and you and I talked about it in the pre show. But I think this is kind of from a, if we're going to do like a team building tackle here, the process of signing offensive linemen to one year contracts and trying to spam your line to find depth by just bringing in whatever guys you can experienced guys, experienced NFL veteran offensive linemen spamming with largely non-committal contracts. I don't want to say the Bills wrote this book, but since you and I have been doing podcasts together, the Bills were the first team that really that we were aware of heightened our awareness of this strategy to try to get it right. And then when you get to cutdowns, guess what everybody's looking for?
0: Oh, Offensive linemen. linemen. every and
1: year. depth and positional versatility. So a guy like Dan Feeney who can snap or play guard. Yep. Signs a one year, $3 million contract. Now the Dolphins gave him a $2 million signing bonus, but they're still going to save over a million dollars. And they got a 2024 sixth round pick in the process. Remind everybody what the bills did the year that they first did this and what they were able to collect, knowing that it's a strategy that maybe it's not like a cognitive, we're going to do this so we can farm more day three draft capital strategy. Yeah. But nevertheless, you, you've you seen some teams actually do this, and it manifests and have success. Yeah, I mean,
0: the the list of guys the Bills have flipped for picks, I mean, Marshall Newhouse, Russell Bodine, uh, Cody Ford. Well, I mean, that was dumping a player, but you, because you signed other guys, it allowed you to be flexible with him. Uh, Wyatt Teller, oops, shouldn't have done that. Um, but the point being that you signed a bunch of veterans that made him expendable. Um, they they've just had a, a long history of of doing this. It's like guys that you would never anticipate really helping your team. The the desperation for O line depth out there leads to teams giving up stuff for these players. And yeah, I mean, I think some of their plans this year were spoiled with Brandon Shell's unexpected retirement, but I don't really understand the, the lack. Like, why was Brandon Shell available in June? You know what I mean. Like these types of guys right. that should be on a ninety, and eventually we'll get to a fifty-three. Why don't you just stockpile them on on very small deals and and flip them for picks? And so, um, it, you're seeing you're seeing this start to happen more and more. Uh, I mean, I mean, even what Pittsburgh was able to do this year, position them Dotson. to be able to trade Kevin Kevin Dotson, right? Yeah. I anticipate we'll see more O-line trades here the the rest of the way. Well, it's probably time for us to plug in and see what happens.
1: So we're going to head out of here. I'm Kyle Krabs. He's Joe Marino. We are locked going. NFL scouting. We appreciate you guys checking out the show. Uh, Stay plugged in. Uh, We will do our best to keep you plugged in as well. So hit subscribe. Come on back. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Make it a great rest of your day. It's going to be a busy one. We'll talk to you all again tomorrow.